Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Let's go to Tom Murphy on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Tom, sorry about the delay and the miscommunication there, but uh, welcome, my friend. Good to have you on. It's a big week for uh, a lot of teams, and uh, I hope Arkansas thinks it's a big week. I'm not sure really what to expect with all the things we saw on the Hill this week. How are you? Yeah, I'm doing good. You, your, your show, you have good callers, and I hope the two guys are just I just listened to are both still listening because, A, yeah, the comment about LSU's defense, defensive backs, very valid. And then um, the guy before that, he used the word doozy, and that's actually in my story for the Arkansas Ole Miss game and how uh, exciting and wild these games have been, mm-hmm. and, and I used the word doozy. And that's not a common word you Sure isn't. So uh, <laughs> you got smart – you got smart listeners, and um, and and I, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think this game is going to be wild if it follows pattern. Um, but I also thought Arkansas was going to be in the game against A&M if it followed pattern, and that game did not. And I, I'm telling you, so the caller before LSU suspect pass defense, big time. Um, when you think about the way LSU schemed up and defended Arkansas, and then the way A&M did, A&M had the blueprint. Attack the edges with you know your 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 rush, um, and really put a lot of pressure on KJ, and they squeeze him. KJ didn't have a whole lot of outlets, and so A and M's game planning and the personnel usage was so much better than LSU's. Mm-hmm. And um, I I hope it's a shootout because I want to see an exciting game. I want it to follow pattern. Do you think McLuthern likely being out has a huge impact on the game? Or do you think LSU or Ole Miss was going to score a bunch anyway? Well, I think they're going to score anyway, but I do think McLaughlin is their best cover guy. Um, he uh, he had a great pass breakup. You know, a flag could have been thrown. That was one of those rare instances where a flag was not thrown, and they might could have thrown one. Poor number nine for A and M. I think he had four drops in that game, and he was looking for the flag. But you know what? If you had two or three drops before that, don't expect a flag, kid. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, uh, but McLaughlin, um I don't. It just feels like he might not play, and so now you're going with Braxton um, and Singletary, and I think Max might play corner in this game. So it just weakens you by your best cover guy. And Ole Miss is just so clever mm. the way they they hurry, they, the way they rush to the line, and the, the adjustments they make at the line. They're going to move the ball. So uh, yeah, I do I do believe it impacts and Singletary. Man, he he just you know he's got to be able to for his speed to show up on the field, mm-hmm. and against Malik Neighbors, the speed wasn't showing up. Yeah, they were talking about, uh, or I guess it was your column today, um, talking about the linebackers too and the depth there. Um, they've kind of leaned on obviously their starters, but a little more uh, opportunities for Brad Spence and some of the backups last week, and we maybe expect more of that this week. I imagine it's going to be all hands on deck. Going to be some tired yeah. dudes out there, I imagine. Yeah, I mean, and you have to run your guys out there at opportune times, you know, because Ole Miss is definitely trying to play the hurry up, mm-hmm. get to the line, and then make you wait. But, um, yeah, and, you know, I don't know how assignment sounds. They all are. Um, you know, it looked like it was probably Jordan Crook that gave up the, the receiver pass for the touchdown against BYU, and then I don't think he played against LSU. But, you know, he made a play out there. He hit Max Johnson into the ball um, with his helmet. And it led to a turnover. And Brad Spence just seems to have a little bit of a knack for getting in on the turnover game, and so does Greer. He recovered that fumble. So 
as much as I do like Pooh and Jaheim Thomas, those are quality linebackers. Um, I think I think it serves them better if, um, as Sam said in the, what you're citing there, uh, you can't do extreme amount of reps with those two guys. Yeah. Tom, there's obviously been a lot of noise around the program outside of uh, what's actually happening on the field. And the latest one, of course, is Dan Enos exchanging what I thought were pretty harmless emails with uh, a student that had gone at him. And I'm sure there was probably more than one. But, um, yeah, I mean, you know, like I was saying earlier, again, I don't want to be overly negative, And I hope this isn't the case. But, you know, when you start seeing things like this um, and obviously what's happened with the social media accounts, again, it really doesn't make a bit of difference as to what happens on the field. It has no no bearing at all. But this just sort of feels like when you get that kind of cloud and this sort of noise around it, bad things tend to sort of follow that. Yeah, you make a good point there. It's about the appearances and all that stuff. And, yeah, I guess you're referencing the strength and conditioning coach's wife. And I mean, she played the game. I mean, she played it. I believe at ULL and Southern Miss play softball, and she's passionate about what she's doing. Um, and I don't know, people get sensitive when there's a lot of negativity. And uh, I think it's probably best, you know, I don't know if it was Dan Enos who responded. It, I guess it was his account. And we did see that on game day, and it was pretty you know, innocuous. Like, what would you call? Mm-hmm. Okay. But, yeah, it does seem to come across as a little defensive, whoever – whoever had that response. Um, and honestly, you know, in the, when Dan Enos was here before, we talked to him um, on press conference Mondays or whatever day of the week, we talked to him. And we talked to Jim Chaney, and we talked to whoever was the defensive coordinator at the time, Rob Smith, under, under Brett Bielema. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't have the outlet to express, you know, why he called what he called or what's, what's happening with the schemes and why this protection didn't hold up. So you do feel – their pain a little bit, um, but that's the modern-day coach. Kirby Smart, his coordinators don't talk. Sam Pittman, same way. Um, and maybe at times they feel like they wish they could express themselves a little more. I think everybody needs to cut everybody a little bit of slack. Um, yeah, you know what? The BYU loss, not good. Um, and then we knew it was leading into this just four, this killer four-game crunch. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, they could come out of it 0-4. We don't know. But I do think we're going to see a strong effort from Arkansas on Saturday. I do feel good saying that. Okay. Well, I hope you're right. Um, let's talk about the rest of the league. We've been debating these other games. You've got Georgia, Kentucky, LSU, Missouri, Alabama, A&M. Got some good ones this weekend. We really do. And it's funny, Bob and Hank, uh, our photographer, we're, we're driving. We're in, actually in West Little Rock right now. About to get Wally. Um, we were talking about these games and, and how fun it would be if Kentucky – and I say fun in terms of Kentucky just being a, somewhat of an outsider mm-hmm. to the you know the real national scene. Um, and he, even though they were they were well ranked last year when um, when Ole Miss beat them, and they really had a shot to, to beat Ole Miss. But if they were to beat Georgia, that would be one of those across the nation deals. No doubt, and they might have the talent to do it. Um, Auburn ran for a lot of yardage on Georgia's defense last week, and with Ray Davis at, at, at Kentucky's lead back, they might have a Nice ground game against Georgia. You got to think that Kirby and the troops are going to rally up, and the game's at home. And so, yeah, they're favored. But Kentucky, I mean, it would not be out of the question that they hang in this game. Um, and uh, A and M Alabama, man, recency bias tells me go with A and M. We just saw them, and what what a great game plan they had for Arkansas. Mm-hmm. Um, will you know? Will, will they? Will they confuse Milrow? Will they make Milrow want to not stay in the pocket? 
Um, I think that's very valid point, and I picked A&M to win, but by gosh, every time I go against mm. Bama, it just seems like they, they rally up and they win the game. Yeah. Well, it'll be a fun week. You got a, you got a Texas-Oklahoma pick? Um, I just like Oklahoma more than I like Texas. Same. We've all been saying that. <laughs> I, <laughs> Doesn't mean I'm going to pick them, but I like them better, too. Mm-hmm. I know what you're saying, and I think I, I think I probably picked Texas in this game. They're, you know, the way they handle Bama – it just kind of shows, and they seem to be back. They got a lot of talent. Um, I don't know. I hope it's a fun game, though. But yeah, I think I'd go Texas. Okay, last thing I'll let you go here. Um, Braves begin their march to maybe a World uh, Series title this year. Tough, tough matchup with the Phillies. What do you think, man? Yeah, we were just talking about that too. How people on you know baseball tonight are like, hey, these Phillies aren't scared of the Braves. Yeah, they beat them in the playoffs last year. Um, and then I see Braves people saying, look, this is a this might be the best hitting team in Major League Baseball, you know, since like the 27 Yankees or something. Hmm. So I say let's jump on them. Hopefully Zach Wheeler won't be starting game one. I'm, I'm a little bit concerned about our pitching depth. You know, Freed has a thing with one of his fingers. So we're going to go Strider and then Freed with a finger and then Bryce the Elder who gives up a lot of stuff. We might even end up having a bullpen game in there with Kyle Wright and Smith Shaver and those guys. Um, but you know what? I got to I got to go with my Braves because it's maybe this is the year that we win a hundred games and win the World Series and snuff out the Phillies. Well, good luck and safe travels, Tom. And I appreciate you coming on. Thanks, guys. Tell everybody uh, hello. Tell Bob I, I send my best. Uh, yeah, we'll do. And by the way, you you got a you got a nice listenership, man. Based on those two calls that I heard, uh, this show is a rocking place, man. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate you. Very nice of you to say. Yep. Thanks, Tom. Take care.